0: It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. And welcome to Speaking of Speaking. We help people in a number of different ways. A lot of the focus is always on communication, whether that be public speaking or communication skills in general. We have some amazing guests as we go as well. And today is no exception. Robert Butwin is my guest today. He grew up in a family of successful business people and self made millionaires. He himself has been an entrepreneur for 49 years. So I don't want to give away my age, but almost as many years as I've been alive. Now, his success has earned him the respect and admiration of colleagues throughout his profession. He has been honored by being inducted into the MLMIA Hall of Fame. He's been a writer for a number of different things. He's been on many podcasts. He's hosted webinars. He has done so many different things in his career and been very successful at it. And I can say this. With the name but win, he says, and this is him saying this by the way, with Robert, all you do is win. So you but win with Robert, but anyways, Robert Butwin, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Let, <laughs> let me funny. let me start off by correcting with Robert, you do nothing but win. With Robert,
0: you do nothing but win. <laughs> you see, when you work with words, Robert, words are your work. So <laughs> Anyways, it's a pleasure to have you here. So we're going to talk about a number of different things because, man, 49 years and very successful at everything you've done and a great track record behind you, too. Congratulations on all the success over the years. Did it always start out that way, though? Could you have said 49 years ago, getting in that, hey, this is exactly how things are going to be for me? Was it
1: always like that for you? Yes and no. And let me say, starting off with the yes, our family started the high school ward cheerleading jacket business. You know, all of a sudden, third generation, that was back in 1938. So I always expected to run that business. So my expectations were always there to be successful, but the path to success was not linear. I've had my challenges, the things that I failed at, but I love. The acronym of fail, which is for all I've learned. I took everything as a learning experience because one of the keys, you know, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. So you take that experience as a stepping stone to make sure that you're able to create the success that you expect to create.
0: If only everyone saw failure the way you do. What was that acronym again? For For all I've learned. I've learned. That's an amazing message to take because I think so many people, they make mistakes. They fail, and then they think, that's it, I'm done, I can't do this. And they set up a pattern of self-doubt, which can be very destructive in many different ways. So failure certainly should be an option for people if they're learning from it and being able to move things forward. Now, Robert, you're very active in leadership roles within several organizations, including the Social Networking Association, which is the industry's professional organization. What are some of the challenges that you've noticed along the way of in the area of network that
1: a lot of people struggle with? One of the biggest things with social media selling our information, number one, it's like my most frequent caller is probably your most frequent caller. Scam likely. Let me ask you: If you get a phone call from a number that's not in your contact list, do you even answer it? So it's really the challenges breaking through the noise, making real connections. I look at myself as a professional networker, a strategist, a connector. You know, the key is, and you—I'm sure you've heard the same—that your net worth is in direct relationship to the value of your network. So, how are you either expanding? your network or bringing value to your network because I'm moving at a fast pace Mm -hmm. and I don't have time to continually go back. You know, obviously there's certain people you go back to, but ultimately we talked about a gift that we're going to give at the end. And that relates to the gift because it's like, how do you create the know, like, and trust at a fast level. So, people want to do either some kind of business or collaborate with you. So, the biggest challenge I see is breaking through the noise. And it goes back to, and one of the things I learned um, a book that I read many, many years ago was by Michael Gerber, The E Myth. And he started off the book saying four to five businesses are going to fail in the first five years. And of the four to five that don't fail in the first five years, don't breathe a sigh of relief. Because four to five of you are going to fail in the next five years. And he goes on to explain why. He says most entrepreneurs get caught up in the activity trap. They're working in their business and become tacticians, not on their business. But today, it's harder than ever before. You've got so many different funnels. You've got so many different CRMs. You know, it's like, how are you outsourcing so that you can stay in your state of genius and be there focused on the things that are going to accelerate and expand your business?
0: It's very easy to get caught in the rabbit hole, too, of social media, where I know entrepreneurs that spend hours in Clubhouse or Facebook or LinkedIn. LinkedIn, of course, is a great one, but but that should be either, as you said, sourced out or it should be something that you have a set time that you do it. And the rest of the time should be focused on, in my estimation, should be focused on, like you say, meeting the people who are going to put you in front of either the right people or put yourself in front of the right people. And to me, having been a speaker trainer, now a podcast strategist, I find the quickest, most effective way to get the message out and cut through the noise is to be the message, is to be the speaker in the room that says, hey, I've got something to say. And make sure that your message is clear, of course.
1: Yeah. Clarity in the message is very important, you know, because I've spoken on stage with some of the top people around, but let me go back to what you just talked about, because in every activity that you do, you've got to take a look at your ROI. You know, you've Mm. got to figure out what you might be able to do. For example, I start off on LinkedIn and yeah, I've got and about 80 people that I've got connections with, but I don't have real relationships. Some of the challenges quite often I see that people are making is all they're doing is trying to go for the transaction rather than focus on the relationship. Clubhouse is another one, you know, because again, you're looking at your ROI because I spend time in Clubhouse. I spend time at networking groups. I'm always refining the things that I do because I'm, you know, again, I think about what's my return on investment, the value of my time. So when I'm on stage... I always focus on what can I say that's going to be of value to the other people because Clubhouse has evolved since it started. You can always back channel somebody because it doesn't matter how you're meeting somebody. If it's in a networking group on Clubhouse, the whole intention should be so that you're doing a one-on-one, so you really have the opportunity to be there. I mean, the one thing that I focus on whenever I do a one-on-one with somebody is be there of service and value. The only guarantee that I can give anybody when I do a one-on-one normally is the fact that they're going to come away with something that's going to help them elevate and accelerate their success because I'm focused on making a difference with them. That's going to set up the long-term relationship.
0: I think this is what entrepreneurs as you said as they, you know, really need to focus on that as well. So let's talk about that because you did mention it. The ABCs to elevate and accelerate successful entrepreneurs. And I know the ABCs are not just 1A, 1B, 1C. There's a formula, there's a system. So let's break it down. Let's start with the A's. We're not going to start with the A's. We're going to start We're not with the
1: starting speech. with the A's? No. Uh, I'll tell you why. Okay, you're going to reverse engineer it for me, aren't you? <laughs> well, when I went through high school and college, the grade that I got the most of was C's. So I like to start (laughs) with the C's. All
0: right, fine. You win your acronym. Let's start with the C's then.
1: (laughs) Okay. And again, part of the backstory, which we alluded to, I always expected to run a family business. Right. So first C to success is, are you committed? Are you really committed? Uh, What is your intention in relationship to what it is that you're in the process of doing? You know, I listened to John Asserath, who was on The Secret. Mm -hmm. One of the things that he said, because when he was trying to figure out what he was going to do for the rest of his life and he came across a guy that was willing to mentor him, that mentor asked him one simple question. And based on how John answered that question would determine if he was going to mentor him or not. And is, are you interested in being successful or are you serious about being successful? John answered, I'm serious. So the point is, is the person really committed to creating the things that they want to create? Whatever that is, it doesn't matter. So the first C, because there's six A's, one B, six C's. So the first C is commitment. The second C is choices. And the reason that the second C is choices is because we all make different choices in relationship to the things that we do. When we make the right choice, we never really think about it. But when you make the wrong choice, It's like, what was the lesson that I was supposed to learn? Because one of the things I learned early on, that life has certain lessons we're supposed to learn. And until you learn that lesson, it will continually trip you up in the lesson you're supposed to learn. That was Mm -hmm. the second one. The third C is canny, constant and never-ending improvement. My defining moment. When I changed my life, when I figured out that I had to segue from our family business to become an entrepreneur, is I came across a cassette tape series. For those of you that even remember what a cassette tape series is, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I had a few. Quite a few. (laughs) Anyhow, the cassette was by Wayne Dyer. It was called No Limit Person. Oh. It was instrumental. You know, in my growth, first of all, I learned that the limits that existed, I was responsible for them being there. See, once you take mm. responsibility for what is, you can take it for what will be. But here's the challenge nice. most people are in a state of denial. And I love the acronym of denial, which is don't even notice. I Am lying. They're lying to themselves by not taking responsibility that whatever situation, whatever circumstances that they're dealing with, they were responsible for that being there. So I took responsibility. I got into personal growth and development. You know, when I was working for a family business, I would travel around from one sporting goods store to the next. So I turned my car into a university. Right. I started listening to people like Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Wayne Dyer, on and on. I mean, I continually change my mindset. So, the third C is canny, constant never ending improvement. The fourth C is communication. And now you've got internal and external communication. It's the things that we say to ourselves when we don't even realize that we're talking to ourselves and guess what? Everybody talks to themselves. In fact, just before I came here to do this podcast, I went out for a walk with my wife and it's amazing, you know, I'll be walking and She'll say, what are you talking to yourself about? She can see. And you know, every time she asks me, she's right. So that's the internal communication. External communication is simple, profound messaging. Because Mm. most people don't have time to hear all the chatter. Get to the point. You know, and I wasn't necessarily this clear. Now, I've spoken on many different stages. And I remember when I originally started, and I was one of the speakers at an event the person that threw the event after I was supposed to speak for 30 minutes, within five minutes, signaled for me like this, or with the line across my <laughs> neck, to get <laughs> off the stage because I was just rambling. So you need to perfect the art of communication. Right. So yeah. that's the fourth C. The fifth C is your connections. We've all heard the saying: your mm. net worth is in direct relationship to the value of your network. And this is right. the mistake that most people make. They focus more on the transaction rather than creating. The relationships. And one of the key things that I've learned about networking, it's sort of like opening a bank account. You need to make deposits uh. before you can make withdrawals. Focus on what you can do to be of service and value. So this is mm. one of my key secrets that I'm sharing with your audience, because again, it's how you perfect the art of networking. Everybody can learn it. You know, my wife quite often, when we originally started dating many, many years ago, because I've been married for like 38 years, you know, she had to carry both sides of the conversation because, you know, even though I was programmed as an extrovert, I came to the realization as Ivan Meiser, who is a CEO of BNI said, as I was listening to him on a podcast, he said, I'm a situational extrovert. You know, I'm not necessarily always an extrovert, but when I'm networking, I want to find out about the other person because that leads us to the next C, which is collaboration. I'm all about win, win, win. Of course, remember, my name is Robert Butt-Win, so it's about winning. So is the other person going to win? Will I win? And will the people that we're serving going to win? So those are the six C's. I don't know if you want to have any questions before we go on, or I can go right on to the B's and the A's and the strategies. So are you committed
0: choices, constant improvement, communication, connections, and collaboration? I just wrote the C's down. I know there were some other parts to that. And a lot of those speak to the world of speaking as well, About especially when you talk about all the parts that you mentioned about communication and also wanting to constantly improve. So let's get to, is it one
1: B or two B's? Yes. One B. One B. Okay. One B. Belief. Oh. And a tip that I would suggest, you can go to YouTube and just put in his name, Jim Rohn. Mm. You know, it's like the things that I spent probably between the books I read, the seminars I went to, cassette tapes, whatever, I probably spent over a hundred thousand dollars. So you can get wow. almost all for free. But Jim Rohn used to say, if people believe the promise, they'll pay the price. For Mm -hmm. example, if you're wanting to be one of the best athletes and you take a look at all the super athletes, the ones that are at the top of their field, they're usually staying in the gym at the practice longer. You know, he also said something else that was very instrumental. He said, you can make a living working a job. You can make a fortune working on yourself. So Mm -hmm. it's all about the belief in relationship to what you're doing. Now, the other side of belief, and you look at the word belief right in the middle of the word belief is the word lie. It's what beliefs are holding you back. And everybody's got some. It's becoming conscious and aware of those beliefs. You know, for example, Carl, my guess is your parents told you the same thing my parents told me when I was growing up, which is don't talk to strangers. Mm, Now, I'm going to tell you, you can make a fortune turning strangers into friends. So what beliefs are holding you back. So you've got to release those beliefs and know that whatever you do, you've got the belief that you can create the success that you deserve and everybody deserves success.
0: And it's those beliefs that can make or break, right? I mean, they can keep you stuck forever. It's a short time we have on this planet. And if it's the beliefs that are going to decide or your beliefs will dictate, what you do,
1: right? Well, that's a whole nother point because, and it's a very good point. And, you know, early on, it was about making money, you know, before we got to sure. the of this podcast, I told you today's my 70th birthday mm-hmm. and you're talking about the beliefs and relationship to have a greater meaning for your life. You know, we all have two B days birthday and a box day, in between there's a dash. It's as you get towards the end of your life, and I'll never stop working because the kind of things I do don't even feel like I'm working. But the point is, as you get towards the end of your life and you reflect back on your life, did you live a life of meaning based on the things that you did? You know, it goes back to that movie that again, dates us, It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart, the people that he impacted so it's like again your beliefs so let's get to the a's yeah let's
0: get to the a's let's go to the beginning yeah <laughs> let's get to the a's okay here we go first
1: day the first day is awareness are you aware of what it is that you really want are you aware of what your brand is are you aware of the activities? That you need to do in relationship to create the success that you deserve. Are you there's many things that you want to become aware of so that you can have a higher probability of creating the success that you deserve? The second A is accept the changes you need to make. And I'm going to share five simple, profound words. If nothing changes, nothing changes. But the constant in life is change. You know, when I started (laughs) 49 years ago, there was no Google. Nobody was doing podcasts. I mean, it was back in the day of the records. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. You know, so it's like you take a look and you've got to embrace change. For example, approximately eight months ago, I actually put on an electronic calendar, Calendly, you know, there's uh, CRMs, you know, I broke down and attracted an executive assistant that can help me do the things that I don't want to do so I can do the things that I'm really good at. So accept the changes, change is inevitable, embrace change and figure out how you can utilize the change accordingly. The third A is affirmations or as Noah St. John talks about your affirmations, mm-hmm. or that could be meditations, visualizations, but it's you know affirming you're going to get the things that you want. One of the biggest mistakes when people do their affirmations, they might do something like, I will be successful. I will be making X dollars a month, whatever that is. Guess what? They'll always be in that state of working towards that goal. I am successful are the two most powerful words. I am prosperous. I am whatever. So your affirmations are very important. The next A is authenticity. Hmm. I think this is more important today than ever before because everybody's intuition is at a higher level. They're looking for people that are authentic. Are they congruent doing what they, you know, what they say and what they claim that they can do? So, And that's one of the biggest things where I see most people will sabotage their success. So authenticity is very important. It's easy for people to check you out. All they have to do, for example, is put my name in Google. There's a lot of stuff that's organically been there. Or put my name on YouTube. It's a lot of stuff that's organically there. It's easier to check people out today than ever before. The next A is your attitude. There's a direct relationship with your altitude and your attitude. My mentor originally used to always tell me, you need to have the attitude of gratitude. Be grateful for where you are, as you're going to where you deserve to be, no matter what it is that you're looking to accomplish. So, oh my goodness, yeah, attitude. The last A is action. Constant mm-hmm. and proper action. You know, wow. you probably watched or read the book, The Secret. You know, it yeah. talks about how we can think and get the things we want. Well, that's only one piece. Unless you get in action, you're mm-hmm. not going to actually. Create what you want. So let's do the three strategies. First strategy is give more, invite people with irresistible offers, and use risk reversal. So going along with give more, I said there was thirteen words. Let me give you one more word. It's another A. Ask the right questions. Hmm. You know, ask in relationship. We talked about you know whatever you're doing. You know, be it if it's on social media whatever it is. Am I getting a return on my investment of time? You know, when you're meeting somebody new, start off by asking questions. The more questions you ask, they're going to give you the roadmap of how you can be of service to them. You've got to do the exploration before you possibly can get into any kind of presentation based on what you want to talk to them about. The second strategy is systematize the process. And the third strategy is leveraging resources. And now resources come in a variety of forms. Yep, sure. it comes with your life energy, your connections, money. There's different resources that we all have. And you want to leverage your resources and multiple streams of income. You know, one of the things I learned because I went through originally used to be IBI that now a CEO space, and they talked about multiple streams of income. And I took that to heart. And there's more than one way if you don't have to worry about money because you've got money flowing into you. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you create multiple streams of income? And again, that's a conversation in and of itself, which I'm more than happy to help anybody that is interested in that.
0: I feel like you just, you know, gave us the caramel secret. Like there's so much great information here that you've shared. I wanted to touch on the, I am when you mentioned that about affirmations, I remember, Oh, maybe about eight or 10 years ago, seeing Deepak Chopra live on stage. And that was one of the things as he was getting us ready to go through a meditation with him that He said, he said, just as we get started here, and I can't remember the exact words that he used, but he said something like, let's just have something that you can have going over and over in your head again, as I give you the meditation. And he said, I am, he says, don't complete the thought. Just I am, don't say I am good. I am great. I am wonderful. He says, because then that means that you need to complete that. So this is just, I am and another just being in this place of being and the affirmations I think are huge. And I like how you broke down too, when you were talking about them, that there's more than one affirmation and being able to think in different terms or think outside the box with those affirmations is very important.
1: Yes. Very important. As definitely. opposed
0: to just focusing on one. The other thing that really jumped out at me, and you mentioned The Secret. I love The Secret. I've seen it, I don't know how many times. The missing piece that I believe is, and I think you alluded to this, was action. It's a great movie and great book, of how to do things and how to pattern your life. But the action piece, I think, was the piece that was missing. And we could sit here and debate this all day. But I think it was the I, action I don't piece have a debate. Was...
1: I'd agree yeah. with you.
0: <laughs> we don't want to get caught in the cursed house. The universe will show the way. Yes, okay, I get that. But there still needs to be some action. You just can't sit there and stare at a vision board and see all these wonderful things that you want without doing something, even a small, consistent action to put yourself closer to where you want to be
1: or on the right path. Yes. 100% agree. And, you know, I know that a lot of your audience is into better communication. I didn't get to the level of communication. When I started off, I told you the one story, how I got put off the stage. But when I originally started, I always had the PowerPoints because ultimately I wanted to make sure that I would cover the kind of things that I wanted to cover. But Mm -hmm. every time that I got off a stage, Ultimately, I would say, oh man, I forgot to say this, or I forgot to say that, you know, that self-talk. But again, you've got to work on it. Whatever yeah. craft it is that you want to excel at, you need to work at it. When I was on stage with Jim Rohn, for example, I'd sit back and myself talk, man, I'm a duck out of water this guy's such a great communicator you know it was amazing so yes you need to work on your craft and communication
0: this is amazing robert all the information you've shared today now you do have something that you do want to pass along to the audience today to help them get on that path
1: definitely and you'll put the link ultimately in the end of the podcast so that they sure. can accelerate and elevate their success because again the more that I can help other people. You know, I hear the statistic that 80 to 85% of the entrepreneurs aren't even making $100,000 a year or more. I ask myself the question, what's wrong with that picture? What can I do to change those numbers? You know, one of the things I've learned, it doesn't matter where you start in life or where you are now. The key is the direction you're headed. You know, the second C where you choose to end up. And, you know, you want to live a life of meaning. And my focus is helping other people live a life that is meaningful. So
0: that link that we're going to put in the chat, just explain what that is for people and how Mm -hmm. they can access it.
1: What I've created is like, for example, when you do podcasts, Mm -hmm. the best Mm -hmm. of the best, it's a place that I can store them. Like my copywriter's ebook is there. I've got a list of 50 different networking groups that are there. I mean, today, because of what happened with the pandemic, many people have gone virtually. So you've got many different places to meet people present information like there's a thing from jerry foster there that is a branding evangelist one of the guys that i do a lot of networking with which is a master networker is a guy named daniel rook you know i'm doing an interview with him that will be in the vault it's a place to guide people to information that will help them take whatever they're doing to the next level
0: Wow. Phenomenal. And as I said, we will make sure that information is in the show notes for you so you can access it there. Robert, it's been a fantastic 25, 30 minutes chatting with you. So six C's, one B, six A's, and I think you slid another A in there. No, that was part of the three-step process. Yeah. The bonus. Okay. So, so much great information before you go though, I want to give you the final thought.
1: You know, I remember doing a meeting at one time with a guy named Mike, who's one of the top people as a consultant in the direct marketing arena. And as he closed out the meeting, he says, what I want everybody to remember, if Robert Butwin can be successful, each and every one of you guys are gonna be superstars. If I can do it, anybody else can do it. You know, I just had the desire to create a better life in relationship to where I was going to. So again, it's the choices that you make and where you choose to end up. Robert Butwin. Let's
0: leave it right there. That's a fantastic spot to leave it. Great conversation today. Thanks so much for being my guest. You're welcome. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking
1: podcast. Fired up about
0: something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard 72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.